Welcome to 10 Minute Money. I am John Dyer, and as always, I'm joined by Paul Erickson. Paul and I are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Royal Oak, Michigan. And today we're going to talk about financial planning. How's it going, Paul? It's going great, John. How are you? Good. How's the, how's the summer been? You've it's, been, uh, been fantastic. Doing a lot of uh, fishing? We have. Yeah, the kids have had some fun with the fishing this year. So Paul's a um, big fisherman. He's it's not enough, but it was better than last year. Not enough? It's yeah. never enough. It's never enough. Ne- never enough. No. So today we're going to get into financial planning, and we're going to try to make this uh, clear and uh, try to try to get people to understand why we think everyone should do a financial plan at least once. Right, right. Yeah, I, I find a lot of people are nervous and don't want to talk about a financial plan, especially, I'd say, you know, younger uh, prospects or clients or people that I run into, I uh, just don't think they've they've saved enough to talk about a retirement plan. And I, we do a lot of financial plans for younger people. Yeah, you do. Um, you do a great job of that. Yeah, where where they pay us like a monthly retainer fee. Um, we don't actually manage any assets, and we do a lot of financial planning for them, and they love it because they don't know how much they should save. They have a lot of money coming in and they have a really strong cash flow, but they might have debt and they might not know what debt to pay off first and how much to pay to debt and how much to save. And so we kind of come up with a game plan for them. And another another thing they like to see is um, education plans for their kids. Yeah. So they like to see, okay, well... It's a big concern. Yeah, how much should I be putting away for that? So we t- we kind of talk about what their goals are. So every for everyone, it's different. So um, they may may not want to uh, they they may not want to put as much away for for education for their kids. And same thing with student debt for themselves too. So they may still have a lot of student debt for themselves. Right. So we take a look at that, and right. then. Uh, with retirees too. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think anytime you can shed a little bit of light on the unknown, it, it takes some of that fear and uncertainty out of it. You know, if you don't, nobody really can say how much college is going to be in the next 10, 15, 20 years. But like I've seen you do, you take the average of the last 10 year inflation rate of college and you can come up pretty close to what you think it's going to cost in the next 10 or 15 years. So at least you can get some of those fears uh, out of people's heads and help them understand what it's probably going to cost or pretty close to what it's going to cost. Yeah, and here in Michigan, I mean, we've done some other podcasts on the, the education planning. There's so many different ways you can save and right. different 529 plans. So, uh, But that's a whole nother podcast. Right. Uh, for retirees, we also do a lot of, well, is my money going to last? So yeah. we run... Can I retire? Yeah. So we, what age should I retire? Yeah. When should I take Social Security? That's a big, big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that all, at least once a week. Can I take it early? Should I wait? So yeah. we, we run it, we run the numbers, and we, again, it's everyone's different. So right. 
um, and we show we can run scenarios and um, show how long their money will last and we try to get people to live off of their dividends yep. so that's another podcast yeah uh, I know if they can do that oh my gosh it's it's a wonderful fit you know I always tell people our goal is to make sure you receive a paycheck every single month but you get a raise every year and if we can do that I think we're winning a lot of people are afraid to even talk to a financial planner because they think I don't have enough money to yeah I see that a lot or I hear that when I meet people that they don't think they have enough saved to actually talk to a financial planner. But they may have other assets too. Yeah. Like they may have they may have assets where they're getting rental income mm-hmm. or they might be able to sell property. Yeah. And then we can factor that in the plan as well. Right. Or they might have a pension that they don't know about. <laughs> which we'll get to in a minute. Yeah, we will get to that one. We'll get, <laughs> so I have a pension? <laughs> so so there's a lot of different things to take into consideration. Um, so we're going to go through a mock plan today. But we're going to talk about an actual client, a couple that right. we've worked with for years. And, John, you've helped them out a lot in the last couple of years. And we're going to call this client Jerry and Elaine. Right. And they are... It's not their real name. <laughs> And they are ready to retire. Let's say they've they've just retired. They walked in, walked in. Yeah, this was well, last October. But they talked to us, yeah, a couple of years ago. And I remember Elaine being extremely concerned about not having enough to retire, and she actually used the words, "It's keeping me up at night." And that's one of the questions I ask a lot of people: Is there? Do you have any concerns that keep you up at night? And she actually said it before I asked her, that she was really worried that she could not quit working. She was a manager at a cardiology practice. Um, She had a lot of responsibilities. Um, She probably had a staff of 20 people that she was in charge of, but it was a high-stress job. And last time I saw her, I've never seen a person so relaxed before. She just got done golfing, and we had a coffee in her dining room. I love it. Uh, with Jerry as well, and she was she was living the life right now. Right, but yeah. We had, to, get, Jerry we had was, to come up with a plan to get there. Exactly, Jerry, great guy. Uh, you know, blue collar worker, worked hard his whole life, and then was somewhat disabled toward the end. Right, um, but still has a real zeal for life and retirement. And they raised Jerry and what do we call Elaine raised. You know, I think three kids, and really wanted to spend some quality time together in retirement. But we needed to convince Elaine that she could do it. And you know, let's. You want to talk a little yeah, bit about so, their situation? So number one, uh, we had to get creative. Yeah. And yeah. Paul had an awesome idea here. So, well, first we'll start with uh, kind of lay it out. So we yeah. we sat down with them. We gathered, we do what we call our data gathering, and we gather mm-hmm. all this information from them. Number one is their goals. Right. What do and they want to accomplish? So, yeah, I mean, both Jerry and Elaine wanted to get out of Michigan 
for a little time in the winter. I'm not sure why. I like the winter. I like snow and ice. Uh, but they really wanted to get out of the snow and ice. He doesn't like snow and ice. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many ice scrapers, you wouldn't believe it. Um, they wanted to get out for at least, she said, two weeks. Uh, but it looks like it's going to be more, you know, closer to a month. You know, maybe the whole month of February they can get out of Michigan and go somewhere warm. They want to go to Florida. Yeah. And uh, they, were, they were wondering, well, how do we do this? How do we make it work? Right. So we said, okay, well, let's let's think about this and get creative. Um, so we took their all their assets. Uh, they had a house. They had a four hundred one k. Four hundred one k. The house was worth around three hundred thousand. Yeah. Um, the four hundred one k was worth. I want to say. I want to say it was about two hundred thousand. Yeah. It was like right. 200,000, something like that. Right. Yeah, and that's what she was nervous about. She didn't think they had saved enough yeah. to actually retire and live off of Social Security and the retirement savings. Right. And uh, they also had uh, Social Security coming in. Yeah. They will. They they were going to start Social Security. Right. But they had a lot of they had equity in their home. They had a lot of equity in their home. Yeah. So they had it pretty much paid off. Yeah. And um, so. We got first thing we did was we gathered all their assets, and then a big thing we have to do is uh, look at their expenses. So a lot yeah. of times we say it's not how much you have in retirement, but it's how much you spend. Yeah, I think that's a great concept. Huge. It's hard for people to think like that. It's a different way of thinking, um, and I think you're spot on. It's not about how much you have; it's about how much you spend in retirement, and even. A lot of my younger clients that uh, I am doing financial planning with, same thing applies there. They have large amounts of money coming in, but it's so easy to spend money nowadays on Amazon and just right. buying PayPal. clothes and all kinds of <laughs> just a lot of lot of. I mean, I'm guilty. I know, so, so easy to spend money. Right. But if you can kind of have some goals in mind, both on the same page. You can really save up a lot of money, yeah, and it it go by pretty quick. That's very true. And you know, when we started talking to Jerry and Elaine, Jerry was ready for Elaine to retire immediately. Elaine wanted to work for a couple more years, uh, but was so stressed out. And we we kept telling her, "Look, it's just we need to have a heart to heart conversation with you about what you have." What you owe, like in liabilities, like mortgages, or credit card debt, any kind of debt, significant debt, uh, because we we believe you can retire. And her eyes just opened up, and she said, and it seemed to get the conversation going, and she took it very seriously. And so, I just think it's so important just to have that conversation, especially if it's something that is keeping you up at night. Um, John does just an excellent job of getting creative with the financial planning. So one of the things that we uncovered, number one, uh, we did uncover that Jerry had a pension he did not know about. Isn't that a good so surprise? in the data cat How much was the pension that he didn't know about a month? So in this case, uh, it was it was not a, a huge pension, but it was about uh, $600 a month. Yeah, 
But still, which, that you didn't know about. He had no idea. So, yeah. so in my mind, that's like having another $200,000 and taking 3% off of right. in retirement. So it's almost like finding $200,000 the way I look at it. Right. Because it would take us two hundred grand to... To generate that to income. To generate that right. kind of income, you know. Right. And they had no idea until you found it. Yeah, and that's part of our data gathering where we say, bring us all your financial statements you can find. So they went in their basement and dug yep. up everything and they brought it all and dumped it all out and right. and then we will go through it and explain okay well he, you know here's what this means here's what this is look at we we look at protection so we look at insurance what kind of insurance do you have do you need that insurance like a lot of my younger clients they love I go through their benefits with them at work and I wow. say well, you may not need to use this benefit this is a good benefit to use um, you have young kids looking at insurance. Are you fully insured? Um, that kind of thing. Um, so a lot of things we just go through and, and just kind of show them where they're at, benchmark where they're at today. And Love it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, what they can do. So we found the pension. Paul had a great idea with their house. Right. So yeah, because they had 280, almost 300,000 of equity in their house. Right. And we asked him if they would be willing to sell their house and move into something smaller. And she said, absolutely, we'd be willing to do that. We love this area. Uh, but what was really important was for them to get out of the Michigan winters. They just wanted, they had done it for 60-some years, and they wanted just to have some sunshine in the winter. So um, I've know, I know a few people that have moved into some of these co-ops, and they're kind of like a small condo. One, two bedrooms. Um, there's a maintenance fee, uh, but they're very reasonable. This two-bedroom co-op, I believe, was about sixty thousand. Right. Yeah, because they were looking at condos for over two hundred thousand in their area. Can you explain a little bit the history of the co-op? Because I, yeah. I think it's kind of cool. To yeah. Know. Yeah. So what I, I I know a little bit. Just it was. I'm pretty sure it was back in the 1950s. Uh, it was really made. Um, for people over 50 um, as a community and it, I, I don't want to say low income but it was it was made uh, to be sort of a low-cost housing alternative and the government subsidized all of these all over the nation and so there's a number of these co-ops in Michigan uh, they're really popular on the East Coast so New York probably has the most uh, and it's a re- it's an affordable way to live in New York. Uh, out there, the age requirements differ. Sometimes they have younger age requirements here. The three I know about in Michigan are all 50 and up. So you have to be 50 years old. You have to pay cash and own the actual unit. Uh, but there's some nice perks. Usually there's a pool. Usually there's a clubhouse, a carport. Most of them don't have garages, but they're really well-maintained. And extremely affordable. And when Jerry and Elaine went to see this one that I told them about, there was a waiting list. They had to wait a year to get a unit because they're they're starting to become in, in pretty high demand right now. But it allowed them to put another two hundred plus two hundred thousand plus into their retirement asset column. And, and they they are so happy right now. They don't have to do. 
Maintenance. Jerry doesn't have to do any yard work. No, no maintenance. he's not cutting the grass doesn't or have, shoveling snow. The, the, and the, the roof and windows, everything's taken care of yeah. by the association. So right. they don't have to worry about that kind of thing. Yep. So they, they really, it's really taking a lot of stress off of them, which is, you can just see it right. in their face. They yeah. just look so And when they go to Florida, relaxed. they don't have to worry about it because... You know, the the unit is, you know, they've got people they know and trust that are near them. Uh, and they can basically go away for a month, you know, in February. Where with a house, you'd have to have somebody checking on it and doing things. But this co-op, uh, you can go away for a while, and, and it's fine. Right, you which is to, great. Yeah. Which is great, which is what they wanted. So we put this plan into action. They uh, ended up buying uh, this co-op. They sold their house. Um, and then, uh, what we did was we, we said, okay, we looked at it before they did everything and we put it all into our plan and said, okay, what if you sold your house? What if you bought this co-op? Right. And then we, we projected everything out 30 years and we came up with a plan and in the plan, just basic kind of things. We, we, we also took in all their liabilities and we, uh, came up with um we run it through our software and it runs it against the market 1000 times and gives you a probability of success it also tells you how much of your um expenses are funded by your fixed income which is like your social security and pensions right in this case it was about 70 percent were funded so we had to come up with the other 30 percent of their retirement yeah so in this case we needed another five hundred thousand over thirty years, which we, what we we just plugged in how, their assets. Their they had a couple hundred from their sale of their house, right? And then a hundred from their uh, f- from Elaine's four hundred one k, and then we were able to generate an income from that, and that's what they're living on right now. And they get to go golfing and live the life they wanted to live in retirement right that they didn't think they could but um really what i love about what we do is it's just math we just plug in numbers and it's uh yeah i mean it's pretty black and white it sure is yeah it shows how many years you know we think you're going to live you know into their 90s and how long this money will last and it gives them a confidence score of probability of success in retirement yeah, in this case, the confidence score they had was they scored a ninety-eight percent. Yeah, and great. We, I like to see it over seventy-five. Yeah, we want to be over seventy-five. The younger you are, usually it's going to be a lower number. The closer you get to retirement, we want that to be a higher number because there are less variables. Right. So. Right. Um, yeah, we want to set people up for success in retirement, and this is just a tool that helps us gauge that success. Right. So. That's pretty much yeah the, the way it works. Pretty straightforward. Right. There's nothing to be afraid of. It's a conversation, and then it's uh, John going to work and and putting in these numbers and formulas and and helps people understand how they can retire. So we encourage everyone to get one of these financial plans done with. Uh, their financial advisor. Obviously, we recommend a uh, uh, fee-only um, independent. Are, yeah. Are you a fee-only independent, John? 
I am. Oh, and yeah. We 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 are. We, we can are. go. You oh, can go God. to our. We can go to our website and there check it out. Yeah. And um, we would be happy to talk anyone through this because uh, we think it's really important. Yeah. So, so thanks everyone, Paul. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, this podcast is for educational purposes only. And uh, we will see you all next time. Take care, everybody. Thanks. John and Paul are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Michigan, a fee-only RIA who specialize in helping their clients better understand their investments. If you watch the pennies, the dollars will come. 